Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. It's the breakfast huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It is time now for our stocks to watch segment. Today we're zooming in on Comfort Delgro and ST Engineering, and helping me out is Shankar Jaswal, who is senior equity head and team head for Singapore at RHB Investment Bank. Shankar, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing well. How are things with you? Not too bad, sir. And interesting stocks that you've picked to discuss this morning. First one being transport operator Comfort Del Grow. Year to date, it is up 8.6%. I mean, I want to ask why you like this stock. And I want to take a guess first. It's really because things are opening up now. Well, that's true. Things are opening up. If you're looking at a slightly short-term horizon, the stock is outperforming the STI. In the last one month, it's up 7.5% on a relative basis, while the STI has been underperforming. You know, when we decided to reopen our borders and domestic economy, most of the other stocks actually, which are proxy to the reopening, have rallied pretty hard. But this stock is still 45% down from its pre-pandemic 2019 highs. And it's been reporting very strong earnings growth and a free cash flow yield of 13%. Mm. I mean, it's a stock definitely that we have as a conviction idea in our economic reopening team and have been asking investors to keep an eye out on us. But there's also this notion of higher costs, right? I'm trying to weigh the two here. And what I want to ask you already is, is how much it can pass on higher costs. People are balancing out because at the end of the day, you still need to go out. No, that's true. That's true. So, you know, Comfortable has a very unique business model. Almost 60% of its profits come from the public transport, the mm-hmm. another 30 odd percent from taxi, and then there are lots of other small businesses. Now, on the public transport, a majority of it is the bus operation, where if I can take you back uh, in 2014 and 15, they actually recontracted the bus into bus contracting model, where it was a cost plus. And now, in the cost plus model, they have a monthly reset for their operating cost if the energy prices go up. So it's an absolute pass-through mechanism if there are higher fuel costs. Now, coming to the rail side, it's, it's a very small part of their total business compared to the bus. Mm-hmm. They have been losing money. Uh, ridership is starting to go up. Electricity prices will hit them, but it's not a significant dent on the overall numbers. On the taxi side, they don't really take a hit on their own uh, P&L. So they buy diesel cheap. They pass on these cheaper diesels to taxi drivers as well, where they can buy it at a lower than market rate. So overall, you know, they are pretty much a good inflation hedge. The operating cost is not going to go up as we've seen it in the inflation numbers. Mm. Looking at the upside, right, and there are a couple of things to, to, to look at here. Obviously, the business reorganization, preparing for that next stage of growth, a lot of focus on sustainability, uh, diversifying into related business opportunities. Um, what kind of upside are you expecting here and what kind of target price do you have? Right. So, you know, we are looking at 177 as our target price, which okay. is another 17% upside from yesterday's close. And, you know, most, most of this is backed up by what the company is going through. So they're actually going through a major transformation right now. They're looking to grow beyond Singapore, given that they're the largest bus operator here in Singapore. They're the largest taxi operator. They pretty much know on the rail side, SMRT is going to dominate the business. So there's not much opportunities left in the core business that they can talk about. Within Singapore, they are diversifying away into ancillary businesses. So they won two massive contracts last year to provide electric bus shuttle services in the NTU and NUS campuses. They have recently bought a 90% stake in Singapore's largest wheelchair transport service provider. They themselves now are the largest such service provider in Singapore. In UK, they acquired Scottish uh, CityLink. Now they're the second largest intercity coach operators in UK. Last year, they won the contract to operate the Auckland 
rail line. The services have started from Jan this year. It was a 1.13 billion Sing dollar contract. So, you know, they're ensuring that there is enough growth opportunities in an organic and inorganic fashion within Singapore and in overseas as well. That's one part. Secondly, they are looking to reorganize this business and prepare for the next stage of growth. I'm sure you must have seen the news flow. There's a lot of talk about uh, leadership succession planning that they've yes. been talking about. Yes. But it goes back a year. So last year, what they did is they carved out the non-public transport business into one entity called the Private Mobility Group. They already have an independent CEO for that. And this year, what they did is because they wanted to ensure the public transport part is also well taken care of, they brought the CEO of SBS Transit and made him the deputy CEO of Comfort Delgro Group. Mm. So now you have a clearly demarcated two key business segments, the public transport and the non-public transport, which will look forward to the growth. If you're watching yesterday's news flow, you know, you would have noticed that they are merging their Comfort Delgro taxi booking app with an app, lifestyle app that they were uh, using called Zig. Yeah. The new app is CDG Zig. Now, this is where customers come into focus, where the non-public transport business called the Private Mobility Group is putting all its services on a common platform. So on the app, you can actually book taxis, restaurant tables, find your nearest electric vehicle charging point that is operated by ComfortDelgro, offer taxi rental, I mean car rentals, book your driving booking license. So, you know, there's a lot of services that they're working on to rationalize and ensure the customers get a seamless experience and they're able to cover, fend yeah. off the competition as well. Yeah. Talking about diversifying away, uh, you know, they are, it, it's, it's not funny. They always have been known as, as a polluter in the <laughs> ESG context because they're a yeah. large consumer of electricity and diesel. But now they're aspiring to become a significant player in the clean energy market. So they have partnered with NG, which is a French utility company. And last year, they won the first contract to deploy close to about 480 EV charging stations in Singapore by third quarter of this year. Now, this business, according to us, is a uh, high single digit to low teens EBIT margin business, which is higher than what they're making on the taxi right now. Yeah. So there's an opportunity for growth. And you know, Singapore is looking to aggressively expand the EV charging network. So there are definitely more opportunities here. They didn't stop at that. Uh, they formed a second JV with NG and you said they will now provide renewable and solar energy. This is to electrify their own fleet, obviously, and also to offer fast charging solutions to drivers and public EV users. They're investing in autonomous vehicles. So if, if you're lucky enough and they get the regulatory approvals, you could be actually sitting in one of the two uh, robo-taxis uh, by first half of next year. And they already have capabilities on launching autonomous buses. So they've trialed it out in Jurong Island in 2021. They were running uh, autonomous shuttle bus in the US for almost a year in 2019. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. there's, there's this whole transformation that uh, Comfort Delgro is going through where the focus is pretty much on growth, not only in Singapore and overseas, and which I think the investors are completely missing out on. Yeah, I think it's quite exciting the the, the way that they're approaching the whole self-driving and automation uh, and, you know, incorporating a lot of these issues, these trending news issues with this super app that they're creating. Uh, Shekha, I want to turn our attention to the other uh, stock that you uh, brought up, uh, ST Engineering. It's up 9.5% year to date. I want to talk about uh, why you like this stock. Um, what's, what's going to drive its business here? Sure. So we like the stock for both sides of the story. One, it is a definitely growth story, and it also has a defensive attribute to the growth. Uh, it's a very well diversified business. They have presence in multiple geographies and multiple business lines, and this will actually ensure that the stock performs well despite the market conditions. And you know, 
We have seen slowdown in GDP growth. Uh, IMF and World Bank is calling for slower economic growth globally. It will eventually trickle down to Singapore economy as well. And in that kind of scenario where we're actually seeing some kind of moderation in the STI in the last week or so, uh, this guy would definitely be an outperformer. Now, what will drive earnings is the opening of international borders. Now, we're seeing a revival in the commercial aerospace business. They are the world's largest airframe MRO service provider. They focus on narrow-body aircraft, which is mostly used for domestic and short-haul aviation traffic. So even if, let's say, we go back to reducing the international traffic, their business will continue reviving. And very smartly, during the pandemic, they expanded their presence into the passenger-to-freighter conversion business, where the deliveries are actually lined up for the next three to four years in full capacity. Uh, we saw a huge demand for cargo coming through the aviation because shipping was going through supply chain disruption. So they're very well poised on that part of the business. Second is the international defense. Now, unfortunately for all the geopolitical tensions that we are seeing between Russia and Ukraine and other parts of the world, there is a possibility of increased defense spending not only in Singapore and the U.S., which are principally ST Engineering's biggest markets, but also globally. Uh, you must have read the news that Germany has kick-started the race with a one-off 100 billion euros fund to upgrade their defense. Yeah. And it will be investing about 2% of its GDP in defense from 2022 onwards. France made a similar announcement. So 30% of ST Engineering's revenue actually is derived from defense business. And they have clear ambitions of growing this international defense business for the next four to five years. They have, I mean, talking about the defensive part of the business, right? They're still surprising the market with very strong order wins. So last year on a quarter-on-quarter basis, every quarter they surprised the market with the number of order wins they were coming in. And this is while still the economy was trying to come out of a recession, not uh, sorry, a slowdown, not only in Singapore, but globally. Mm. They now have a 19.3 billion of order book, which is an all-time high, uh, two and a half years of revenue visibility. They are pretty well positioned to even come out with strong revenue recovery and cost optimization, even if the government support, which is eventually going to be withdrawn this year, and still deliver dividends. Now, you know, this is the kind of attributes you don't find in a company usually uh, across cycles. So this was the only company that didn't cut dividends during the pandemic year. So they yeah. paid 15 cents consistently despite the cycle. And now to reward the shareholders, they're moving away from half yearly payments to quarterly payments. So mm, on a cash flow yes. basis, investors get a lot more. They get four cents every quarter. So yes. 16 cents for the full year. A good indication that definitely earnings growth is coming through. I want to quickly get your thoughts on this uh, because we are running out of time. Last year, I mean, on the back of everything we talked about with the defense projects and everything, uh, last year they also spelt out a revenue target for 2026. Uh, they're yep. looking at more than 11 billion, but it's an interesting opportunity that they're going after smart city projects. What are your thoughts on this? Right. So, you know, they did about 1.8 billion of uh, smart city revenue in 2021. Mm-hmm. They are looking to grow it to three and a half billion by 2026. They just recently completed the acquisition of Transcore, which has the opportunity to get into smart city solutions in the whole of US, which is largely road tolling. They already have business opportunities in Brazil. They would be one of the biggest beneficiaries of smart city solutions whenever it comes about in terms of order out inflow from Singapore. So, you know, they're in a very niche segment where they're trying to integrate robotics and other smart city solutions across all their business segments that they operate in. And this cuts across their aerospace, public utilities, uh, transportation solutions. I think this is one of those companies which is very well placed not only domestically but internationally to benefit from the migration of low manpower and more technology-intensive solutions in city solutions. Mm. Just to quickly close this off, uh, what is your target price? Yeah, I'm looking at 480 as a target price. Uh, this is based on a blended valuation method I'm looking at. And this also includes an 8% premium uh, for its superior ESG rating. So that's another 17% upside from yesterday's close.
Excellent. Been speaking with Shaka Jaswal, who is Senior Equity Head and Team Head for Singapore at RHB Investment Bank. Really appreciate your time this morning. Take care and stay safe. Thank you, Elliot. Take care too. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.